Our gospel reading for today comes from Matthew chapter 6. I'll begin uh, reading in the fifth verse. I invite you to stand for the reading. And when you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners that they may be seen by others. Truly I say to you, they have received their reward, but you, but when you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your father who is in secret, and your father who sees in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not heap on empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they do, they think that they will be heard for their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask him. Pray then like this, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debtors as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. This is the gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen. Please be seated. When Joy and I were in college, Ash Wednesday was marked the institution that we attended with uh, the carrying of a cross presented to the front of the entrance of the college with these words from Lamentations uh, printed and bolded on it. Is it nothing to you all who pass by? And you couldn't miss it. And so throughout that season, this stirring question would remind us to remember, to come under the cross, to come where Jesus would lead. Is it nothing to you all who pass by? Sometimes when we come into the season of Lent, we think of it as something of my discipline. What am I giving up? What am I adding? What am I doing this season for Lent? I rather think of it as a reminder Something of, of a story like this one. A few years back, there was a headline in the news. A missing hyphen takes the rocket off track. A Venus space probe launch vehicle, an $18 million launch vehicle, was lost because a hyphen was missing in the code. A NASA official told the, the 
House Special Space Committee investigating this incident that the missing hyphen caused a mathematical miscue. The hyphen gave a cue for the spacecraft to ignore the data the computer feeds into it. And with the hyphen uh, left out, the false information led in this miscue, the computer fed and left uh, information to the space vehicle to just go nose down and the vehicle obeyed. The hyphen took it way off track. I think of Lent as something like this. It's a reminder that in my human sinful state, it is easy for me to leave a hyphen out. In the way in which we walk with Christ. In fact, to put it another way, G.K. Chesterton, when asked uh, by a reporter, what's wrong with the world? And boy, uh, we could answer that in all kinds of ways today, couldn't we? Chesterton said, I am. I am. And so are you. We're the kind of people that leave hyphens out. And we make miscues. And so if Lent is to be a season that God calls us to remember, to remember, to return, is it nothing to you all who pass by that it's a reminder not about what I do, but what Christ has done. And because of what Christ has done, friends, even exposing our, our miscues, even admitting that we're often the problem and not the solution, then there can be in this unique season, even in this day of remembering that from ash, from ash we came, from dirt we came, and to that which we will return, there even in this season, there can be hope. And so I think it's interesting that each year assigned for the reading of Ash Wednesday is an invitation. An invitation to prayer. And that prayer is none other than the prayer that Jesus teaches us. And as much as it's personal and life-encompassing, after all, when Luther writes about one of the petitions. He talks about uh, praying for daily bread, and we can in that pray for food and drink and clothing and shoes and house and home and land and animals and, and a devout husband or wife or children or devout workers or devout faithful rulers or a good government or good weather even, peace, health, self-control, even good reputations, good friends, faithful neighbors. This all-encompassing prayer that Jesus teaches us 
this invitation he gives to come into a walk of faith with him. It's interesting to me the things, as some have noted, that it doesn't have. Do you notice that the prayer is never written in the first person? It's always our Father. Forgive us our trespasses. Lead us not into temptation. Somehow this intimate, important, life-giving prayer that leads us to a way of life isn't just all about me. And you know what else it isn't? It isn't about public praise for saying all the right words. It's not the satisfaction of just checking the box off on oh, only 30 more days left of Lent and then I can stop having to give this up. I know when I read my Bible in the Bible app, it, it keeps track of how many days in a row that I've read my Bible. And if my satisf- satisf- uh, satisfaction comes from getting another check, whoo, I've got another day marked. Or dissatisfaction comes with, oh, I'm starting over again. I missed a day in my Bible app, but now I'm back to one again. And I realize that the reward I'm seeking in reading in my Bible isn't what I'm reading. The satisfaction, the reward that we get that God invites us to is a life in Christ. For prayer isn't just, and this prayer from Jesus isn't just a discipline, it's a way of life. We don't pray like Jesus taught just because it's a good pattern. We pray like Jesus taught because this is the way he describes for us that we must follow him. It's all at once an invitation and a command. It's all at once comfort and conviction. You see, Jesus doesn't just give us a pattern for prayer. He introduces us to God's character when we pray this prayer, to God's compassion, to God's care for us, even God's conviction and calling on our lives. And it comes all As a result of the cross, where he would bear his life for us. Does it matter to you all who would pass by? And so we come to this prayer not as something to check off a box or something that I do or something to make sure uh, that I have done, but to realize in the midst of it that I'm a kind of person that will fall short, that will leave off the hyphen, and that I need to return to the way of life that Jesus is inviting us to. And so I can pray these patterns of prayer that Jesus has commanded over all those areas of life that weigh on us, whether it's the weight of a broken world on war as we come and pray, God, 
Our Father, who art in heaven, let your character be known in the Ukraine right now. Hallowed be your name even there and here in my heart. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. Where? On earth as it is in heaven. And as we pray over oh so many things in this life, this prayer, this invitation and this command becomes our way of life. The Lord's Prayer gives us words when we have no words. It gives us focus when we have no focus. It reminds us of the hyphens that we're missing when our prayers become self-centered and self-glorifying or just another box to check. Your life isn't about checking the right boxes. It's about giving your life to Jesus. The Lord's Prayer walks you through that life. And so I invite you this Ash Wednesday to take every corner of your life, every concern, every failing and every joy to that prayer because it is the word the very word of Jesus. And so really, we're invited to take it to Jesus. And as Dietrich Bonhoeffer put it, in God's name is hallowed. His kingdom come. His will is done. For his sake, the disciples are preserved in body and receive forgiveness of sin. In his strength, they are preserved in all times in temptation. In his power, they are Delivered and brought to eternal life. His is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever in the unity of the Father. That is the assurance we disciples have. Jesus is our way of life. Jesus is the course correction. Jesus doesn't just give us a prayer life. He gives us his character, his compassion, his care, his conviction. And through his work on the cross, he gives us life. Jesus, as we will remember to remember this day, is our way of life. Amen.